Hey guys, welcome to Tales from the Cryptocurrency, where I attempt to demystify cryptocurrency and take the horror out of Bitcoin and other altcoins. It's been a while before, uh, or I should say it's been a while since I uh, recorded the last podcast, and reason being is because, uh, well, frankly, I've been super busy at work, and uh, work is at uh, MetaHedge. We've had a ton of things going on over there, and I'm going to talk about some of those things here today, uh, as well as uh, I think I'm going to segment out the uh, podcast uh, from now on into uh, five, uh, I should say like five different categories, and then I'm going to cover them uh, throughout every podcast from now on. So I was thinking uh, up at the top, I was going to cover prices, and then after that, I was going to give you a little bit of like the crypto news. I was going to continue. Continue introducing a new altcoin uh, week to week to keep an eye on. And then I was going to add a section uh, where I specifically just talk about MetaHedge uh, week to week because there's so much stuff going on uh, over there uh, that uh, that uh, you know it's it's worthy of of being covered. And uh, I think we need to to talk uh, and just have like a like a basic forum where where I could keep everybody informed, um, you know, basically with my voice uh, rather than just like posts on Facebook and. And that kind of stuff that we've been doing. So also uh, trying to uh, beef up my uh, Instagram presence. So if you're currently following me on uh, Facebook, please follow uh, Gray Hoodie on uh, Instagram as well. And that's uh, GR3YH00D13. Uh, it's Gray Hoodie written in Leet. And it's, uh, of course, my programming name. Uh, so go ahead and uh, please follow me on Instagram as well over there. So, uh, up at the top here, uh, we have today's prices and, uh, basically, uh, what I want to cover is I'm not going to cover a trillion different cryptocurrencies because historically this isn't going to matter, but I think, uh, one of the good things to track would be the price of Bitcoin. So, uh, Bitcoin is currently at $19,890 as of today, October 5th, uh, 2022. And, uh, as of today, it's, uh, down 1% and it's down 57 percent one percent for the year. Uh, also, Ethereum uh, is at one thousand three hundred and twenty-five dollars, which is uh, one point nine percent down for the day, and uh, sixty-four percent down for the year. Uh, the uh, fear and greed index for this week uh, is showing the uh, the index mo uh, meter moving since the last time that we talked when it was at 23, which was uh, close to extreme fear. Uh, it is currently now moving to 25 uh, towards extreme greed. So you know that uh, when extreme fear uh, is, uh, is being marked on the Fear and greed index. Uh, it means that um, crypto holders are generally fearful, and it might provide good opportunities to purchase uh, as people are selling off uh, the stuff that they have. Uh, so it might uh, provide you with good buy opportunities, and uh, as well, uh, when it's in extreme greed, well, obviously that means that uh, it would probably be a good time to sell as uh, people are starting to purchase like crazy, driving the price of cryptocurrency uh, through the roof. So uh, you know that we like to buy low and sell high and not do the opposite. Uh, buying the 
dip. Uh, one of the good indicators for the dip, of course, is the fear and greed index. And it shows that right now we are starting to climb out of the dip. So if you haven't made your purchases in cryptocurrency and stuff by now, uh, then uh, it would be a good time to take a look at it uh, as of right now. And of course, none of this is financial advice. Don't take any financial advice from me as we go through uh, the program. Uh, I don't know anything. I'm just learning and trying to teach you guys as well and documenting uh, what I'm learning as I'm going ahead. So with that being said, uh, make your moves, uh, whatever they may be, and always do your own research, which is what I say. So uh, top of uh, crypto news today uh, isn't really crypto news, but it has to do with Elon that you know is one of the biggest uh, movers. News about Elon moves cryptocurrency all over the place. And uh, basically, we have news saying that Elon is going to purchase Twitter again. So if uh, you've lost track of time and have lost track of like how this project has gone, well, basically uh, sometime last year, Elon got invited to join Twitter's board. Uh, at that point, uh, Elon accepted and it was announced by Jack Dorsey and Parag, the current CEO of uh, Twitter. And uh, they tweeted out uh, that they were going to have an enormous celebration Right after that happened, Elon changed his mind and he said no to joining the board. After that, Elon decided that he was just going to buy the whole company instead, which was, in my opinion, a boss move. And then uh, right after that was announced and everything, uh, all the news on that started to die out, well, then Elon changed his mind again and decided he was not going to buy Twitter anymore. And he used bots as an excuse as to why uh, he suddenly didn't want to buy Twitter even though it's really because the stock market had crashed and, and that's really what had happened. And, and now his offer price was just way too high, uh, in my opinion. So that's probably what happened, right? So, so during that time, Elon uh, tried to back out and uh, Twitter sued him, uh, trying to force him to buy it then at what he said he was going to buy it. And then yesterday, Elon announced that after all the rigmarole and everything, he's just going to buy it at the original sales price of $44 billion. So I guess Elon is a lot like my kids uh, trying to decide what to order at a restaurant. Uh, they change their mind seven times and then they basically just order the first thing that they saw. So uh, what does all of this have to do with crypto? Well, Luckily, Elon's text messages are uh, like uh, leaky bathroom pipes, just leaky, I guess. And uh, his text messages got leaked. And uh, there was an idea that he had uh, for a Twitter on the blockchain uh, that he sent to Jack Dorsey, uh, where he kind of lays out some of what he wants to do. And actually, we had covered this on MetaHedge because we had sent this idea to Twitter uh, around the t same time that this announcement was made. So it could be uh, said that uh, maybe uh, we were all working on the same thing or that maybe our uh, tweet reached Elon uh, about having a Twitter that uh, was basically blockchain based and much better. I posted pictures of this uh, Twitter on the blockchain, which is something that we've been working on at MetaHedge and I'm going to cover a little bit later. And we actually sent it off to Elon Musk via Twitter. 
uh, attention, Elon. We didn't get any response back from him, but we do know that somebody manages those Twitter accounts, and uh, and uh, it probably uh, got to his hands. Uh, so let's see. Anyways, we'll continue working on that, and I'm going to cover what we've been working on uh, and make it a, a formal uh, thing that everybody will know about right after this podcast. So uh, anyways, uh, with all of this stuff going on with Twitter, um, it sounds like, uh, like the moves that they are doing um, as far as trying to modify uh, Twitter in a, in a way that would get rid of those bots uh, and would get rid of spam and email and etc. Uh, and the idea that uh, they're basically thinking of uh, is something that we're covering as well, which is that if you make everyone pay a tiny amount, like a fraction of a penny basically to send a message, then it doesn't bother anyone. But for spammers that are sending mass messages, uh, it gets too expensive to spam. So uh, so blockchain can actually provide a solution to the spam and junk mail that we all get. Uh, but the platforms are yet being developed uh, and yet to be released. So everybody, including Twitter and Google and everybody and us and everybody is working on on these types of things. So it's going to be cool to see as technology becomes uh, adopted from one platform to the other. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the final product of all of this and what social media in the future will actually look like, um, which will be a big change from what's going on now where we have algorithms running everything. So most likely in the future, what will happen is that we'll have uh, not algorithms, but like blockchain driving social media in ways that uh, voter consensus is going to be what you receive in your feed and stuff like that. So the most popular stuff that people are liking and all of that will start to hit your feed rather than stuff and ads and things like that that are tailored uh, specifically to you. All of this would be really bold, but it also sounds a lot like fan fiction. But then again, uh, Elon Musk uh, did build electric cars and teaches rockets to land on their butts. So anyways, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt when uh, he says that uh, he's going to come up with something brand new. So also, uh, guys, I wanted to cover here. Uh, there are two brothers, the U.S. government and millions in Bitcoin uh, that have basically the makings of a Netflix crypto classic in the making. Uh, it all begins with uh, Larry Harmon, who's an OG Bitcoin investor. And uh, Larry built multiple crypto companies, but he quickly realized that there was a ton of demand in one specific market the dark web. So in uh, 2014, he created Helix, which is a crypto mixer, uh, also known as a tool that can help anonymize crypto transactions. Uh, it became so popular that it was used by Alphabay, the largest dark web marketplace, uh, which is actually 10 times bigger than Silk Road. You might have heard that name. So uh, in the past, uh, also, uh, in 2017, Alphabay was taken down by the FBI, but then they were still looking during that time for the team that was behind Helix. So after going through thousands of blockchain transactions and subpoenaed emails, they found one piece of evidence behind it all. And it was basically Larry's personal email. So busted is uh, how he ended up. And in 2020, Larry was arrested for laundering over 300 million and his hardware wallet with all his Bitcoin was taken. 
So uh, this is where things start to get a little bit interesting. So a few months later, the feds noticed that over $5 million in Bitcoin had moved out of Larry's hardware wallet uh, into new wallets that they didn't know about before. But the question was, how could this be happening uh, since the hardware wallet was sitting inside an evidence room? So they called for an emergency hearing. The prosecutors ripped uh, Larry apart and demanded that he confessed. Uh, Larry had no idea what was going on and reminds everyone that like, hey, uh, I've been in jail, if you don't remember. Uh, But then it hit him that he realized who it could have been. It was his younger brother, Gary. So what did Larry do? Well, he agreed to cooperate with the U.S. government and to catch his brother. In return, they cut down uh, some of his 20-year prison sentence for good behavior. Lucky uh, for Larry, his uh, brother isn't the sharpest tool in the shed. And as soon as Gary stole the $5 million uh, in Bitcoin, He went on a spree. Uh, He used some Bitcoin to take out a $1.2 million loan that he used to buy a luxury condo with. He started flying around in private jets all over the world. He cashed out a $52,000 check titled Crypto in the memo line. And uh, he also bought a brand new Audi. But what was the most damning piece of evidence, the proverbial nail in the coffin? Well, it was a picture of him sitting in a bathtub full of cash at a strip club. That's right. Uh, The funny part is that Gary had just filed for unemployment after losing his previous job, which was working for his brother, Larry. You can't make this stuff up. I can only imagine what Thanksgivings were like at the Harmon household, but there you have it. So crypto government, the crypto uh, government, as I say, or the crypto chasers at the government are still trying to stop crypto. And I think uh, they've come to the conclusion that they basically can't. So that's a wrap for the news today. Uh, And we will cover next week a couple of emerging stories that are happening just this week here. That will have to do with the future price of Bitcoin and the future price of Ethereum as we go through. So uh, today, uh, I would also like to to talk about a cryptocurrency that's uh, coming out on the market, actually. And this is a a altcoin. Uh, so um, if you're not following the altcoin market right now, you know that it's uh, currently been taking a dump. Uh, you also know that uh, NFTs are going to be taking a dump as well. Um, and uh, altcoins in general, um, during the time of like these crashes and stuff like that, uh, they start to slide. And then as Bitcoin starts to gather steam, uh, these altcoins start to emerge and they start to to react. So uh, some say uh, that forms of cryptocurrencies have existed even before the millennium and all the way back to like the 1980s. However, most people didn't know much about crypto until like 2008. And it was explicitly under the spotlight during which uh, the worldwide COVID-19 pandemic in 2020, that uh, crypto started to explode. So since 2020, the worth of crypto has grown exponentially. When questioning what makes cryptocurrencies so appealing, uh, many different types of answers are given. And some people like that it's a decentralized form of currency uh, and that no one person has complete control over uh, making their money feel safer. 
others like that. They're fun forms of currencies emerging like meme coins and, and junk like that. You have all know about Dogecoin and Shiba Inu and, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and one of the new uh, meme coins that has come out uh, and seems to be a lot of fun is uh, one that's called Big Eyes Coin, and it trades under the ticker BIG, that's B-I-G. Uh, and what differentiates this coin from its counterpoint, uh, from its counterparts, Litecoin and uh, Cardano, uh, these are LTC and ADA respectively. Well, uh, released in 2011, Litecoin is a peer-to-peer cryptocurrency based on Bitcoin's uh, BTC original. You know that's uh, the call the call sign, and uh, and it's, it was based on Bitcoin's uh, original uh, source code. So through Litecoin uh, shares. Uh, I'm sorry, even though uh, Litecoin shares many similarities with Bitcoin, Litecoin was made uh, as a response to people feeling like Bitcoin was becoming too centralized and Bitcoin began to favor leaving currency and crypto wallets to appreciate in value, similar to stocks. So as Bitcoin was one of the first well-known cryptocurrencies that was ever created, its use uh, as a typical daily currency was fading, which is why Litecoin decided to be an answer. Litecoin's blockchain generated new blocks up to four times faster than that of Bitcoin's. However, to do this, you would need to invest in more sophisticated mining technology, which is why it's not as popular as Bitcoin. And it's only uh, number 21 on CoinMarketCap. Cap uh, currently as well. So uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about Cardano and uh, what that does. So Cardano uh, is higher than Litecoin on CoinMarketCap at number eight, and it uses the Cardano blockchain, which uh, processes the ADA crypto token. The Cardano blockchain is similar to Ethereum, unlike Litecoin's blockchain, which is like Bitcoin's blockchain uh, and uses proof of work method to mine. Uh, Cardano's blockchain uses proof of stake method. This method uses less energy and is much more more environmentally friendly than the latter. So similar to Litecoin, it also has a really fast transaction speed. However, the crypto coin doesn't have anything that would specifically make it stand out in such a, a saturated market. So even though it exists, uh, you know, people are just not going to Cardano. Uh, and to tell you the truth, Cardano is like a great coin and provides a lot of anonymity and it's pretty easy to mine and has a lot of uh, appeal. But for some reason, it just doesn't catch. Uh, I don't know why, um, but uh, it just doesn't. I think probably some of it has to do with uh, the wallets and the fact that you know, there's not a lot of like marketing material out on Cardano uh, to to show the the benefits of it. So the new coin that we're covering today, though, uh, and I wanted to, to talk about so uh, is this uh, Big Eyes coin and what makes Big Eyes coin stand out and appeal to the modern market? Uh, well, Big Eyes Coin, uh, B-I-G, is a fast-growing meme coin that has made 3.2 million uh, in its pre-sale 
indicating that this new coin's massive growth potential. But how else is, is the Big Eyes coin special? Like Cardano, uh, Big Eyes coin also uses proof of stake mining. Uh, Big Eyes coin runs on the Ethereum blockchain, which has recently undergone the merge. And this process means that Ethereum blockchain now uses proof of stake method instead of proof of work like Bitcoin and Litecoin. So this new method is 99% more environmentally friendly. Generation Z and millennials are much more active when discussing climate change than other generations. So coupling this with the fact that both of these generations are prime buyers who invest in cryptocurrency as they are much more familiar with the digital age may cause them to invest in greener crypto like Big Eyes Coin. Making the earth a priority, Big Eyes Coin has also put 5% of their tokens aside from ocean save, for ocean-saving charities, distinguishing them from proof-of-stake currencies as even more environmentally friendly. Alongside this, Big Eyes Coin stands out compared to the monotonous nature of other cryptocurrencies like Cardano and Litecoin. Big Eyes Coin is eye-catching and fun and will appeal to the eccentric nature of Generation Z. Uh, so uh, take a look at it. It's called Big Eyes Coin and it trades under the uh, ticker symbol BIG. And uh, they have a website, which is HTPPS, BigEyes.Space. So you could check it out there. Uh, you can also uh, check out their Telegram at HTTPS. Uh, T.me, which is our Telegram handle, and then you can just uh, go to Big Eyes Official and check it out there. So I'm currently involved in the space as well. I'm taking a look at it. I'm not heavily invested, okay? So don't think that like, ah, they're heavily invested. He's heavily invested in, in Big Eyes. I really, I, I have minimal. I, I think right now I have less than $100 uh, in Big Eyes. So uh, I'm treating it like Shiba Inu. Uh, or Doge or any of those other meme coins. It just could explode through popularity, except uh, this does have a use case scenario. And it, it actually uh, is kind of like a, a hybrid between a meme coin and a charity token because it's doing stuff to save the ocean. Uh, so overall, I like it. So I'm bullish on big eyes. Keep your big eyes on big eyes and, uh, and go from there. Next week, I'll have a completely different altcoin for you as well. So uh, let's talk a little bit about MetaHedge. So uh, in MetaHedge, we have a lot of things happening. As you know, this uh, week on October 1st, MetaHedge stopped uh, selling the coin to all new partners. So anybody that uh, was curious or uh, was wondering if uh, MetaHedge was ever a Ponzi scheme, uh, there went your uh, theory, uh, possibly uh, completely out the window, because uh, one of the things that is required uh, in Ponzi schemes is a constant influx of new people coming in, and MetaHedge doesn't want them. And the reason being is because in in addition to being a cryptocurrency itself, uh, which the way that that we've managed to make uh, returns for for our holders of our cryptocurrency has been by playing metaverse games, owning metaverse real estate, flipping it, and etc. For example, this month uh, we've had. Uh, 
almost $1,600 in, uh, in metaverse flips uh, that we have uh, in real estate. And in addition to that, we have our trade bots that identify, uh, that identify opportunities in the market for us. And uh, well, that's what we've done in the past uh, up till now uh, to make ends meet is uh, basically the metaverse and real estate and becoming the Berkshire Hathaway of, of the metaverse, especially in, in platforms like uh, Decentraland and platforms like Upland and, and et cetera. Well, uh, over the course of us doing normal business, we've been approached by other companies that are like, hey, we like what you're doing with this, or we like your cryptocurrency and the tokenomics, and we like the way that things work. Can you do, uh, or can you uh, do stuff like that for us? And they might have ideas. So along the way, unintentionally, uh, MetaHedge has also become a a development company and uh, we're currently developing blockchain projects uh for for larger companies uh we have uh an announcement that was just made uh with only legends that will that will actually um have the name image and likeness representation uh for college players uh all across the nation and uh, we'll have a piece of that mostly like what we'll be doing uh as well is uh, generating these uh these images these nfts managing it all uh putting together their platforms the man um operating their blockchain developing their coins and doing uh all of that kind of stuff that we've currently done for ourselves and uh have been able now to help other people do as well so meta hedge is quickly becoming a uh full stack blockchain development company and we're reflecting that as well and one of the things that we're doing is is that we've shut down and stopped allowing new people to come in because some of the projects that we have coming are going to allow us to profit and uh well uh we want to limit our liability of of holders so we have the people that got in with us in the beginning that believed in what we were doing uh and as we grow we want those people to to profit as much as possible so uh one of the ways to do that is to uh kind of keep a hold of, of the pie uh right now so uh, it doesn't mean that we're never going to sell metas again. Obviously, metas are going to go on exchange. Uh, in the meantime, though, we do have people that are constantly trying to get metas uh, and buy them now, uh, but we won't sell them as a company to them. So what we've decided to do is to allow our holders to sell to any new people that want to get in. So uh, we... Can, uh, we are going to, I should say, set up a Discord channel uh, and a Telegram channel that we already have. So, uh, and we'll start to disseminate the information on there. So basically, you can check and you can see like, hey, today somebody wants to buy a thousand metas. So, and if you have a thousand metas and would like to sell them, you can sell them. Throughout the month of October, you can sell metas and then you can just replenish them. After that, the metas that you sell, uh, you can sell for whatever you want to sell them for. Uh, but uh, that will be it. So uh, right now we're thinking that through the month of October, uh, we are going to continue selling metas uh, to the owners, uh, to the partners that we have. Uh, no new people. 
Uh, partners can currently sell them to other people as well uh, at whatever price they want. We recommend currently right now, uh, it looks like market indicators are going to be that uh, metas will be somewhere around 500 for a thousand. So if you bought them in pre-sale at a thousand for a dollar, uh, I'm sorry, at a thousand for a dollar, then uh, we are currently looking at the possibility of them uh, going out now to all new people. And even when we uh, reissue them for sale, they will be reissued uh, at the uh, at the rate of 500 metas for one dollar. So uh, feel free to use that. If not, use whatever number you want. If you could get people to buy metas for more, then uh, do it. And uh, you have our blessing to do so. So uh, what you need to know is that in the future, uh, the money that will come, you know, or returns that will start to come in uh, from the metas as well will come from people purchasing them on the exchange. And people will be purchasing them because mainly uh, we have a lot of stuff going on uh, that's going to be driving revenue for us. So full-scale blockchain development, and then you can look at pieces of like the uh, partnership agreements that we have with the companies that we're currently doing blockchain development for. And then we have the decentralized exchange. We will have the NFT side with the NFT management. We'll still continue to manage and and uh, we'll still continue to manage bots and uh, look for trade opportunity. Look for trade opportunities. Excuse me. Uh, we will also um, be. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, managing our real estate portfolios. So uh, everything that we were currently doing, uh, we will continue to do because it's deemed to be profitable for us. So there's no reason to change any of the current stuff that we've been doing. Uh, what we're not going to do is we're as a company not going to sell, continue selling metas for no reason. Uh, because what's happening is, is that like we're going to end up getting to the point where we're just taking in money uh, that we don't need. And then it's just sitting around there. So uh, we have a nice balance of being able to use the money that we have uh, that we've garnered to uh, generate income. Uh, and uh, we're, we're kind of starting to to tailor into that and then we're starting to add like i say so it's an ad here uh we're adding blockchain development uh into the roster of the ways that we make income for our partners so and as we develop major projects uh then uh we will profit as a company and holders of our cryptocurrency will profit uh accordingly to the amount that they are holding so you can kind of look at it as not only is it a cryptocurrency, but uh, MetaHedge will at some point uh, become like shares in, in our company. And uh, as we grow in our company, uh, then those shares will become more and more, uh, more and more valuable. So uh, we have a lot of interesting things going on uh, as well. And if you didn't hear uh, or if you've been living under a rock over the last week, uh, we launched probably uh what seems to be the most powerful search engine in the world it's uh 70 times uh more powerful than google probably 100 times more powerful than uh, any other search engine uh out there 
And in addition to that, uh, we're also starting a division that will uh, create specialized search engines per industry uh, based on the project that we've already done. So we have MetaSearch, which is in beta testing now. Uh, the first phase of beta testing went off without a hitch. We are currently in uh, the second phase, which is for mass adoption, which, uh, which would be for everybody to use. Um, and uh, that's going very, very well now as well. Uh, we're getting a lot of feedback feedback of people getting uh, much better quality searches back. They uh, love the fact that they're not seeing ads. Uh, and MetaSearch as a whole uh, is an extremely powerful project. So I'm going to talk uh, very deeply about MetaHedge uh, is MetaSearch in our next podcast next Monday. As a matter of fact, during the MetaHedge section, I'm going to specifically do nothing but cover MetaSearch and the possibilities of it, its project, what it's going to do, uh, how we're going to move forward, how we're going to monetize it, and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, keep your ears peeled for next Monday as we talk about uh, MetaSearch and all the possibilities uh, with it as well. Uh, not only that, but what we've already done, where we've already gone with it, and all the things that we've been able to achieve uh, just by, by, by using MetaSearch. Uh, uh, as a company and uh, and then uh, what's happened we have some cool stories of beta testers that have been able to do cool things uh, with it um, and you just won't believe the power so next uh, week on the podcast I'm going to explain to you how to use it uh, I'm going to give you the URL you'll be able to go there uh, so check it out uh, and we'll talk more about it as it is so I wanted to talk about also before we 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 left um, I wanted to talk about this only legends uh thing so uh we're currently developing a platform for only legends and uh only legends right now is cornering basically the market for uh college name image and likeness representation and this will be across multiple sports right now we're thinking it's going to be football basketball and baseball uh but of course uh once it kicks off, it'll be every other uh, name, image, and likeness of every athlete. So the platform in itself is being developed by MetaHedge. Uh, the company, of course, is Only Legends, uh, which is a division of uh, TGS, which is Totally Grand Sports. Uh, they've been around for a while, and they manage. Uh, actually, they 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 manage and uh, put together shows uh, and events uh, that have to to do with like boxing and sports and football and they manage data and, and a bunch of other uh, really interesting things. But our, our portion is uh, platform development, uh, blockchain integration, NFT management and all of that kind of stuff. And of course, uh, MetaHedge will be gaining a percentage on uh, on each and every uh, bit that they that they put out. So we're really excited about this uh, partnership with uh, with them. Um, and I think a lot of uh, really cool things will come uh, from it. And uh, a lot of the technology that we've already developed at MetaHedge over the last year or so will integrate into the project so that we don't have to put like too much work uh, into it. Of course, everything, uh, you know, at the end of the day comes into uh, time and and you know, in hours and, and that kind of stuff. But uh, being that it's our industry, it's a great project uh, to, to get involved with. So, so we uh, are bullish on, uh, on, uh, 
on only legends, I would say. Uh, and I think it'll provide us uh, a, a nice source of income in the future uh, as we go forward as a company. Not only that, but we have other companies that we're forming these alliances with as well as we help them with their projects. Uh, you know, uh, it helps us grow as a company and our development profile, our development portfolio, I should say, as a whole. So, and it helps drive income and uh, generate income for the company, which is uh, what we want to do. Because as we generate income, then that's what we can uh, give back to uh, those that believed in us from from the beginning. So. Uh, we are looking to long-term relationships with, with many of these companies as well. All right. So uh, with that being said, what's our strategy uh, for the week, uh, which is uh, the last uh, attempt here, or I should say the last uh, section uh, that we have for, for the day. Basically, uh, the strategy for right now is to start looking for opportunities. The market is starting to turn. Uh, Bitcoin uh, had the highest hash rate ever uh, two days ago, uh, which means that the engines are basically starting to kick on. Uh, also, uh, once that halving happens sometime uh, in the next couple of years, uh, then, you know, Bitcoin's probably going to go at some point and it's going to get back to about 50 to $60,000. And then it's going to stay there for a long time. Like it's been now at like, you know, twenties and thirties is what I say is like, really, it's what I call the true price of Bitcoin. It's like somewhere around twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 and it can slip uh, just because of like the, the size of margins and stuff like that. Uh, it could slip all the way to like 12, which is what I called for in a podcast. Um, and not so long ago, uh, I said, and uh, that could still happen. So like, even though it's starting to move up right now, we could have a temporary slip, boom, anything, one big bit of news, and we got a drop. And then uh, it's not that far to 12,000 from there, you know, just recently, we were seeing 15 and 16. So we're almost there, or have been almost there. So with that being said, I uh, had mentioned during that podcast that 12 would be the absolute bottom, that that would be the absolute bottom. So we're starting to bounce off of what uh, was believed to be the absolute bottom, which means that Bitcoin could be gaining steam. And as the market starts to move and uh, things uh, start to to get steam uh, overseas uh, and stuff like that, then we'll see uh, movement you know, we'll see a, a lot of movement. So I would start to say that the strategy for right now isn't to buy anything. I'm not going to, other than, than little bits here and there, or continued what I did with like, uh, you know, I have things that I have, uh, I've basically set up and what I do is that I just buy over time, right? So whether the market's up or down or whatever, I just consistently buy. Uh, and Bitcoin uh, has been in the past one of those. It's not currently now. Uh, right now, it's been Ethereum for a long time. So I just buy little bits of Ethereum, little bits of Ethereum, and I keep buying, 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 buying. And it's like dollar cost averaging, right? So you buy it all over the place. Um, and with that, um, you know, I mean, you tend to, to start to pick it up and it starts to move. And when it starts to move, then uh, you profit. So uh, I've continued to do that. And if you're currently doing that, then continue that. But right now, the opportunity is in finding cryptocurrencies that are going to explode in the next three months. What's going to explode in the next three to four months? Well, you'll see a bump in Solana. 
you'll see a bump in Ethereum. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Bitcoin, to be frank, to be frank with you. Um, you'll see projects like Phantom start to pick up. And I'm going to talk about Phantom next week. That's going to be my cryptocurrency that I'm going to talk about. And it's not Phantom like our Phantom wallets, P-H-A-N-T-O-M. Uh, Phantom is F-A-N-T-O-M. So uh, so uh, I'm going to be talking a little bit about that next week, and we'll cover it during our crypto section uh, as well. So in the meantime, uh, the strategy is right now, research. Research your coins, look for new opportunities. And by next week, we'll have a better indicator on the fear and greed index to see uh, whether it's a buy opportunity or whether we should uh, really be holding off, continuing to hold off uh, right then and there. So I like to get into the market when the market starts to move. That way, like I get my money in early, boom, and then I hold. And then like in two, three months, it's all over. I made my money. I took it out and I'm sitting cash again, right? So like as all the craziness starts to happen. So uh, that's what I like to do during this time. Other than that, dollar cost average, small investments and keep them going uh, in the projects that you believe in. Projects that I currently believe in, Solana and Ethereum, those two are the ones that I like to to continue and follow along uh, every single day. Um, and even though Ethereum has uh, had a significant, uh, a significant fall over the year, uh, I think that it will get back to where it's going to go. Um, there's no reason in the world why not. And especially after the merge now, the way things are going, well, it should start to, to move in the right direction. So, all right, guys. That's going to be it for the day. Uh, we're at the 40-minute mark, which is enough. I've given you enough of an ear beaten. Uh, enjoy the rest of the of the week. Uh, and next Monday, I'll be back for you. I'm going to try to make the podcast. I'm going to put a little bit of work into the podcast uh, and try to make it better and better week by week uh, to help you out. If you have any questions or anything like that, or you just want to drop me a line, drop it at email. Uh, drop me an email, uh, basically. And if you don't know where to send it, send it to CryptoKey keeper to you at gmail.com that's crypto keeper the number two the letter u at gmail.com today's podcast was also brought to you by stockforge have you ever wanted to learn more about stocks in a friendly community well stockforge is your answer in the stockforge platform you can also find my channel where i host the hottest airdrops from across the internet in order to profit from crypto timing is crucial and what better timing is there than at the very beginning of a project receive tons of free crypto and nfts on the kryptoni airdrops channel only on stockforge use promo code kryptoni to try it out for free also make sure that you sign up for the tales from the cryptocurrency facebook group where i post the podcast first and also answer questions and post important information on the latest crypto or nft craze uh and finally uh today's podcast was brought to you by meta hedge one coin for every metaverse meta hedge holders are profiting from moves of an expert board in the metaverse space they invest in the company's holdings in uh, metaverse opportunities such as real estate 
estate, 3D construction, NFT, art management, and sports memorabilia cataloging and digital verification. MetaHedge is the most unique coin in the meta space and certain to be a future big time player as the space develops. Uh, if you are interested in picking up MetaHedge, uh, drop us a line at CryptoKeeper2U or visit us at MyMetaHedge.com. Once again, that's MyMetaHedge.com. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of the week. I will catch you later. And if you don't do anything until the next time that we meet, just buy the freaking dip. <laughs>